Hi, I'm Lee. I'm Ria. I'm Marley. Number one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at like doing things for me. It's going to take us about two weeks to learn it. Would I want to go to him if I wanted to hug absolutely not? Actually, give yourself a bit of a break. Mayonnaise, <laughs> better out of a jar. A bit of a rule, everyone. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the next episode. Sorry, of... I'm going to interrupt you. I mean, oh, I didn't know go. to go. Hello, my loves. <laughs> James and Sean off TikTok, you know, the people. Oh, the spooning spoon me so oh. Hi, my loves. <laughs> there we are, that's the introduction for today. Oh, yeah. Is it really worth talking Be about? Good. Or you? Be good. <laughs> Is it really worth talking about? Hello, uh, welcome to our episode about insecurities today. Um, we actually have a guest with us. Uh, our first, no, it's not our first guest. It's not so our Luke first. We've had Luke. I forgot about him. You are our We've second ever. She's our first international guest. Would you have he's international? You are international to us. Because you're over, international. You're over the water. Yeah. It's called the domestic flight when I fly. That's domestic. true. Nice easy flight with the... Uh, was it EasyJet or Ryanair? EasyJet now. Are we allowed to say companies? You don't even need your passport. No, just, don't you? No. Just driving license. No, no I don't the even look at my driving license. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just bored on. I'm just bored on. It's like, this is my country. Everybody wants to go and have a little So, yeah. this is Sarah. Hello. <laughs> Sarah's um, joining us for today. It's very poignant because she's uh, shitting a brick right now. Uh, <laughs> and the insecurities are going mad today, which is great because that's what we're going to be talking about. But before or not we do talking that, about. Or not talking about if we freeze. <laughs> is it really worth talking about? No. Not <laughs> <laughs> I, think gonna, I think we're going to have a lot to say on insecurities. I think we're going to lose this an is, hour. Uh, yeah, strap yeah. in everyone. Lose <laughs> on a date later. I'm on a date think? later, yeah. You've got to cut the time. Which we'll talk about. This, uh, insecurities, wild. Um, but before we do that, we might as well just get to know her a little bit. Um, but before we do that, I was uh, not before we get to know her, but um, what am I, t- I don't even know what I'm talking about now. This what? is what see, this is what happens. So Sarah, uh, Sarah was asking, like, what are we like? We just ramble and chat we do shit, ramble. don't we? It makes um, you feel better though whenever you're stumbling over <laughs> your words. Oh, I feel okay. Every day, every time we do it, isn't it? We just like yeah. summit happens and we're like, oh, for flip's sake, but we just crack on. Um, yeah, I thought we, we are could, who uh, we are. We're only human. <laughs> <laughs> um, we thought we could find out how you know us. Oh. Um, you started to tell the story of how you met Marley, uh. which um, but we stopped you so you could save it for the podcast. But yeah, I do get very tense. But that's only I think it was only because the very first time meeting Marley, I did her a favour. I took her home. And the second time meeting her, I went, for, in the I went for a job interview and she walks in with her friend and I smile over at her and she's like Who's that looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> I really offended that I was smiling at her. <laughs> it's because I didn't recognise you and you were like waving at me and I was like, do you know who that is? <laughs> it wasn't subtle at all. It was like, you, I can see you whispering to your friend, well, who is that person? <laughs> Did you realise after Marley? No, probably not until... I Luke... think I told Luke, didn't I? And yeah. then he told you. And I was like, oh no. How could you be so rude, Marley? I wasn't even trying to be, I thought I was being silent, I thought I was just being like, huh, you know who that is, he's waving at me, <laughs> obviously not, I need to work on my game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but that was a good few years ago. Yeah, it was, and now, now look at us. Did you come to Lee's 30th? No, no I, I just had my second baby, haven't I? No, because remember you two were the... Oh, the reserves. You, you, look you at and us now. were actually on yes, the reserve Yes, you're welcome. List. I didn't go. because Sarah and Jess were having a baby. Sat from um, the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, so Sarah dropped out so one of you could come. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you, Kyra. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Kyra's uh, her child who was being born. 
But um, yeah, and you met Ria through my mum and stepdad. Yeah, Dylan when I was young. Yeah, yeah, when I was young. like thirteen, was fourteen. When you were a child, you saw me go off the rails, probably drinking every weekend, putting buckets on your head. Yeah. God. That picture, I can't allow it. Oh, we talked talk about that before. We talked about it before, but we need to. <laughs> they want to put the picture on, but Sarah, I look absolutely horrendous. <laughs> it's awful picture. What's wrong with me? Why was I did I go through that phase? You, you were a teenager, though. Yeah, but not all go teenagers go through that phase, yeah, do they? Yeah, but you did. You were like. Not you. I mean, Luke. I was going to say you used to go out with Luke. You'd end up with Luke a lot, and he went through that phase big time. Yeah, but you didn't go through that phase. I went out drinking quite a bit with my Sainsbury's crew and stuff. I'd lose an item every single weekend. Yeah, that was the bad Keys bit. or driving licence, mobile phone. I'd have to get my brother to wake up by checking stones at his window. I was awful. Yeah, it probably started awful from 13, 14. Rebellious. Hit year 10 and... Soz, guys. <laughs> I changed as a person. You're just yitty. Yeah. But then a few years later, I think I've... I just calmed down massively. I think when I started working, then it changed because I couldn't go out all the time, and because I'd work the next day, and people went off to uni. So I think then I just started to calm down a bit. But you also got out of your system. Yeah, that's true. I think most most people go through that, don't they? Where they are. Uh... Yeah, I guess so. Because you've got that freedom and you earning a bit of money probably at that point as well. I still don't know how I'd probably earn like fifty quid a week probably at Wilco on like a Saturday and a Sunday, but I'd go out every weekend and get absolutely <laughs> smashed every weekend. And now if it's like I want a night out, oh yeah, should I put a few couple of ten by a month just say that for this night out? <laughs> I don't know. How and I yet you earn far more now. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. How do we manage it? I don't know. Didn't have a mortgage. Yeah, that's true. But even that, like, I remember when I was younger and I, in my early 20s and I had no money whatsoever, I'd look at my bank account and there'd be like 10 quid left and I knew I had to get petrol out of that as well. But somehow you'd make it work. I know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I know. I don't know how we would, how do we do we that? We were living on the edge, that's what we were doing. Living on the edge. I'm on the edge. Oh, oh, there's a song. Oh, God, that was very heavy. Lady Gaga. I know. I'm on the edge. edge. <laughs> <laughs> glory. Oh, Shove it up your ass. That is in reference to my mum. Hey, mum. Um, anyone miss an X Factor this year? No. No, I'm not either. Just thought I'd throw it out there because that's the first year it's not been on. That's the end of that. I did enjoy I like the celebrity one. Celebrity X Factor. I still didn't watch any from Is that Megan the one where the Vixen lady was on? Is that that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Megan McKenna. Megan McKenna was on really it. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't like her. Pardon? We watched that at your house. My house? In buffet, but... Oh, my God, we did. Mm. At my mum's house. I yeah. live there still. That's true. Good memory, Marley. Thank good you. Good memory, Marley. <laughs> you are good at a buffet, though. Just uh, love beige. We do love beige. beige. Your cheese board is the best of it. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, I love that's a not been beaten board. yet so far. That was good. No, we're going to have to do that again this year. It's nearly a cheese board season. Well, when I move into my house, I'll have to put one on. You will, yeah. And see what happens. It'll be as good as mine, though. Oh, sorry, as as I'll probably get you around to do it. <laughs> we can have a cheese board, admire your big mirror. Oh, have you heard the mirror story? No. <gasps> so, you know, when we all went to Ikea. Can you listen to this? Not just to the mirror. When we all went to Ikea, Lee was trying to find this white round mirror, and he'd been trying to get one for a while. Have you heard the story? I have heard it. I remember it now. And he wasn't very happy that I wanted to get the white mirror, was he, Marley? No. So, when we all go around for a cheese board, Make sure we admire the mirror. Make sure we admire the mirror. I went to my friend's the other day and she's got it, but in the brown one. Did you have a go at And literally, no. It's in the brown one, it's crap. It's not crap, I'm sorry, Rachel. It's in the brown, horrible colour. 
But it's the same, it's lovely. I love it. I love how big it looked as well. It's going to look great. It's going to look great, especially with the frames on the side. What was that? What advert was that? It's going to taste great. Is that Frosty? Who died? No, that's a chocolate. It's great. Yeah, they're going to taste great. Tony the Tiger? That's not Frosty's. It is. I'm sure that's a chocolate. Let's not die on this hill, Bria, because earlier. We got the song wrong for Home Alone, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a Christmas song. <laughs> got it wrong. They were like, it was some sort go, of swing song. On. Go, Johnny, go, yeah, go. That. And then we were like, that's definitely in Home Alone. And Luke and Lee were like, no, 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 it's that's not. not so Home she Alone. Googled it and it was like, oh, run, rock, run, run. It was a Christmas song. Run, Rudolph, run, yeah. run. It was yeah. basically the same song as Rudolph. Literally. <laughs> I'm still having it the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, so. um. We'll take that as a win. We'll Welcome to the first podcast, Sarah. Thank you. You doing all right so far? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't got deep though. We haven't got to the deep bits yet. We've just we've just spent about forty five minutes talking about deep stuff and eating a um. It's like a cheap version of Nando's, isn't it? Gigi's. If you're local, everyone knows a Gigi's. A Gloucester Grill. It wasn't a Gloucester Grill though, was it, guys? It was a Stars Grill. It was a Stars Grill, but it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I bet, nice. I, bet, I bet Gloucester Grill doesn't feel like that. Oh. Gloucester Grill weren't delivering until five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a Gloucester Grill. You've let yourselves down. Yeah. But um, yeah, should we move on to the uh, topic of the day? The topic of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) Right then, guys, the topic we've all been waiting for. Um, We're now going to be talking about our insecurities. Obviously, we can talk about what we want. Um, Who wants to start? No, but I mean, like, if you don't want to go too deep, don't go too deep. Oh, all right, fair enough. That could have been in the last episode as well, yeah. wasn't it? With the, uh, mm. what can you say in hospital and in bed? Yeah. Don't go too <laughs> Don't deep. Don't go too deep. Get the wooden stick out. <laughs> <laughs> out of where? At the tongue of the presser. What did you say at the end? <laughs> Good night, Granny. Did you? <laughs> yeah. When we were doing it last time. Give us a kiss. <laughs> give your Granny a kiss. Good night. <laughs> what you could say in hospital oh. and in bed. Oh. Well, what Granny's doing at the hospital with you, I have no idea. <laughs> She's just come for the jolly. Oh, God. I'm glad I wasn't on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, who wants to start? Where, what does, like, insecurity mean to you? How, how much does it impact you? Where do you want to start? I'll go. Go. Insecurity, I think, for me, number one is body image. Hugely body image is a huge insecurity for me because I don't think any... I think when I look back in photos and I've been thinner you know when you're like 18 19 and you're thinner and I remember thinking I looked fat and awful biggest one out of all my friends and then moving through I've never ever got to a point I don't think I've ever had a point where I've looked to myself oh you look nice or you're the weight that you want to be or you're wearing the size that you should be wearing there's never I don't think there's ever going to be like a goal or not a goal an end of okay you look great now (laughs) that's how you should look which is really sad because it seemingly even if back then I wasn't happy with myself and I've gained say a few stones since I'm never going to be happy with how I look do you have an image in your head as to what you think you would look like if you were because obviously we tell ourselves oh this is what I would be like if I was happy I just think social media is just such a big thing to play like you only see things like I think social media is actually getting better now where it's the whole normalized mid-size and normalize larger people all of that type of thing normalize the real woman's body and all of that I think social media is definitely getting better at that but I still don't think it takes away from the yeah that's nice but I still wish I looked thinner and I couldn't tell you what my perfect well it would just be a flat stomach thin less chunky legs <laughs> thinner arms thinner 
<laughs> all <laughs> over. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't think anyone, I won't, I won't get to the position I'll ever be happy with my weight, I guess. I always remember like when I was in therapy, like let's go in deep and answer straight away. Um, when I was in therapy and I was talking about my weight and I couldn't get below, I've not been able to get below 90 kilos. Mm. And my therapist ended up talking to me about the fact that um, like it's that self-sabotage thing that we were kind of mentioning um, earlier. Uh, and the thing is, is I've got this idea in my head of how I want to look, but there's actually, I think, the self-sabotage that comes into play because if I get to that, and then I look in the mirror, and I still don't like what I see, then I'm, technically, I'm fudged. Sorry, mum. Nearly. But, you know, so actually, so what your brain does is, I know I can function like this, I know I can have a relationship like this, I know I can play football, I know I can survive looking the way that I do and just Mm. hating myself a little bit, but if I got to that ideal and still didn't like what I see, then then where do I go? How did you feel when you, so you lost, last year, you lost a decent amount of weight, looking really good doing your keto diet. Yeah. Did you have to, at that point? Did you feel like, oh, I'm happy now? I feel much more confident. No, and I that's where the funny. This is where the interesting bit is, I suppose, because I got down to like 89 kilos, so I managed to get below 90 for the first time, and then like I felt really good. And we went shopping, didn't we? Yeah. And, and and I felt a lot more freer. I felt more content with my body. However, I wasn't happy at all. Yet I've put most of it back on, and my goal weight now is the weight that I was at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I want to get back to that. I don't, I'm not even fussed about getting to 85 kilos now. I just want to get back to 89 because looking at the photos, again, I I was all right. Yeah. You know, is that and gross? So, gross yeah, I hope so. You know, it's a shame that I needed to put back on the weight to get to that point. But um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that, at that point, again, I you know, I remember looking at photos thinking, no, I still need to lose some and you still mm. need to lose some. And it is sad, I think, when, when your memories obviously come up on Facebook and you see yourself. And I remember feeling fat then. Yeah. But yet now you look at that and you think, God, I wish I was that again. Yeah. You know, and it just it's sad that in the moment we can't appreciate what we do have, that contentedness. We're talking about contentedness on the, on the next episode. Um, but, you know, it's a shame that we always striving for more. You've talked before, Rio, about the fact that the, as a generation we are this, because we've been given everything. We just, we just want, 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 you know, mm-hmm. we can, contentedness is quite hard to I guess to come that's by, one of the things as well, actually, wait, like everything that we can at the moment get at the drop of a hat, so you can Amazon Prime something, ASOS next day delivery, you're always after more and more, or you get a credit card out to get the next new car or whatever, We're, as a generation we do that, but actually wait, you can't just flick a switch and get it, unless obviously you go through major surgery, but that's not something that you can just get, you have to work towards it or change your lifestyle, so it's another thing to add on top of not being happy with yourself and also not being able to get it like you can with everything else Hmm. I think all of us though haven't we struggled with body image Mm, all of us here so like we've spoken do one of you want to go I've always been like aware of my weight from a child always but I was picked on as a child then my dad had an idea of how women should look like no one over the size of no one over a size 10 should be on TV, so that feeds into it. Like, I remember him sitting down with me once, like, oh, how do you want to look? We'll work, work towards that. Good. So, like, wow. for me, body image has always been a major thing, and I'm, at the moment, it's the heaviest I've ever been. And, like, that's really hard for me, because I associate my worth with the way I mm-hmm. look. Mm-hmm. So that's really difficult. Like, I don't even wear, like, even to come in here today, I was like, oh, I don't want to wear that because that's going to show off my body too much. So I put on a baggy jumper and a pair of leggings. Like, I live my life like that now, really. Like, very rarely will you see me in, like... Do you challenge that? Sometimes when I feel confident. And sometimes I think as well, like, like when I went to Whitcomb then, 
-hmm. Like then I thought I looked nice and I felt good that day. You did look nice. Um, And when we went for the meal in Cornwall. Actually, on the day, I think all of Cornwall, was it called? And no, today. Devon, Devon we, <laughs> Thank you, you looked really nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, and today, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Just a couple of times. No, <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then you show up, Marley, you look fine. <laughs> you look all right. Um, but, yeah, I just think I'm trying to get, because for me, it's, I've been all, so I've been from a size four all the way up until now, and, like, what you were talking about, like, I look back and I was never happy then. Like, I've never been happy, so now I'm trying to get work through, like, okay, what what is that for me? What does that weight mean for me? That it's, For me, it's not about the weight, it's about the self-worth I put on that. Mm. So I could be two stone lighter, doesn't necessarily mean I'll be happy. So that's yeah. something different, that's not the weight. That's what I think of myself when I am that weight. Mm. What about you, Sarah? Mm. Like you were talking before, and about, um, you know, growing up, you were, the, like, the taller one. Yeah. So you kind of like you because we would we had obviously as we always do we end up having chatting most of the mm-hmm. podcast before we even press record, but um, you were saying that like we were talking about whether the world is a safe place, and you know you guys were saying no, but being bigger, taller, taller bigger, yeah, actually makes you feel a bit more comforted. Strangely, so what was it like for you then growing up? Because like, you've talked about your school photos before and. Mm-hmm. You were bigger than everybody I'm else. A big tall. giant in the back. Yeah. Taller than all the boys and everybody. Yeah, I think though I've always been insecure about how I look. Like I came out ten point two, I'm five foot nine, broad shoulders. So but you were five foot nine early, weren't you? Leaving primary school pretty much yeah. when I stopped. Wow. I was like like my son Tyler. Yes. Yeah. Humongous. <laughs> but yeah, I've always been secure about insecure about how I look, but and even whenever I, before I had my children, I was like at the gym all the time, playing netball, I was toned, muscly, and I wasn't happy with myself. Like mm. my husband always reminds me that I wouldn't let him ever like touch my stomach because I was paranoid, but it was, I had two abs. I wouldn't go that far, you know, half the six abs, I had two. <laughs> and a line in the middle. But now I, I'm, yeah, I'm horrible by myself, to myself, mm. with how yeah. I look. Yeah. And it doesn't help because I do have two little people who do make comments, and I know they're not doing it nasty or malicious, but as children do, they just will say something innocently. They're honest, and, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. And then that obviously feeds yeah. into my insecurity and makes it explode, and then I'm, the way I speak to myself, I'm disgusting. Mm. How I speak to myself. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's not We're nice. bad at that, aren't we? Like, if yeah. anyone else spoke to you the way you do to yeah. yourself, you wouldn't tolerate it, but yeah. every day you live with it, and... Yeah. But, and also you wouldn't use that voice with somebody else. You know, I've had to do that a lot this year with myself, like challenging on my body image. Like I, even when we're sat in the jacuzzi, like you and I are sat in the jacuzzi and somebody comes in that's my size or even bigger, I won't sit there and kind of go, look at him, he's fucking disgusting. Yeah. But yet for some reason I do it to myself. Mm. And yet I just, I don't fully understand it as much as we, you know, the work we do, I don't fully understand. I wonder if like where it comes, like I would say majority of my friendship group, friends, family, all have an insecurity about the way they look. I wonder where, like back in the day, like in the Victorian times, did they have that insecurity? Were mm-hmm. women then really I would say like, so, yeah. Do you think they, they used to wear like, they used to adapt their dresses and wear corsets, so yeah, they're always striving for something different than what they have. Yeah, yeah. I suppose so actually. And actually for a woman in particular, that was, um, you know, that was what you were judged on, especially if you were young. Yeah. You know, and they that used to teach you to those parties. For, like, for a long was, time, wasn't it? You what, sorry? That was all you were judged on yeah, for a long time? For women, it was Nothing just else. about, yeah, yeah looks yeah, to begin actually. with, so a man would pick you out. 
and then you had to do what you know the wife duties mm-hmm. and mother be a mother it's sad <clears throat> so yeah no I think insecurities mm. have been around for a long time mm. and you you know suicide rates in men are high they probably always have yeah. been just because you know the pressure that men feel to to provide the way that they should you know and yet when that's not happening they feel useless so <clears throat> insecurity is mad isn't it it's just mm. like covid kits everywhere <laughs> causes damage so true yeah. I think my biggest insecurity is like really is friendships that's my biggest insecurity. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like I really am conscious of that all the time and not letting that get the better of me. All As in your the fact the, the type of friend you are within your friendship group. Just or? like the fear of being cast out because I like people uh, don't want me there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like and I live like, with that all the time. Sensitive to rejection. So much, yeah. yeah. Like even. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> even not so lo- like not so long ago. Um, like we've got a group chat and like everything gets put in the group chat all the time what we're doing when we're going and then like something happened and like two of the people did something but it wasn't brought up in the group chat so instantly I go to a place of they didn't want me to come because they didn't bring it up and then they like for me I felt were coy about answering what they were doing so then I was like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> it just left me feeling crap but even like anything I hate the idea because of like being at school and always being left out and always being like the um, punching bag and stuff like that. I just, like sometimes when I pull away from people, it's not because I want to be away, but that's easier. I'm, I'm protecting myself mm-hmm. then. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But again, <clears throat> it's one of those things, isn't it? It's, it? That's us protecting ourselves, but it's also at the same time you're sabotaging yourself mm-hmm. yeah. because you're not teaching yourself anything different. Yeah. You're not teaching yourself to trust and like build relationships where it is all just genuine and, you know, lovely trusting mm. but so yeah it becomes paradoxical isn't it because you're yeah everything you said I completely resonate with I'm very similar I've heard you speak about it before mm. and I'm like that is exactly how I feel but I've never the reason you feel the way you feel I feel exactly the same as you do but it was from a different reason mm. it's all my overthinking like nobody I've always had loads of good friends I've all you know I've never like I've never been excluded, mm. but I fe- I make myself feel like I'm excluded, right? And that's mm. all in my head, like I'm doing it to myself. Mm. So someday, if I'm speaking and somebody might look away or pull a funny face, then I'll be like, "Oh, it's because I'm boring," or it's because they don't want me here, really. You know, they just felt that they wanted to. I'm like completely abusing myself in my head for no reason, mm. and it could literally just be a look on someone's face. Mm. Mm. But then I, I keep on trying to say to myself, actually, well, what are they going through? You know, they're thinking about things, things are going through in their head and their mind and their life, but it's not all about you. Mm. But then you start thinking, oh, you think it's all about you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The minute you said that, right, yeah, my brain would then continue yeah. that. Yeah. It's just like no break from it. I know. Mm. I, but I'm quite like, I talk to my clients, I've talked to you guys, I don't know, before about that, but I even talk to my clients about that. Like, I say that my critical voice, even as we're sat there, is saying, shut the because yeah. you're really boring they're going to walk out mm. you know and it's it's never ending really never ending and like even now as I'm talking about it my brain says god you're going on about this mm-hmm. again it's just ridiculous you know so it just <clears throat> what we say to ourselves and it's just mad isn't it it is sad and sad it is sad, it is sad. I think draining. the sad yeah the saddest bit for me is like that people like I don't think I've experienced so much with friendships I don't have that lucky enough overthinking bit probably all there like I don't know why I don't know why you're friends with you but like it's sad for me like to hear that that's what you go away and think of afterwards like mm. Sarah and Marley's stories like you feel like 
I hope I've never done anything to make you go away and then have a night of overthinking or feeling mm. like, oh no, she doesn't want me there because I wouldn't, I would hate but, to have. But I think that's the point you even probably try. Like I know you've had your incidences and things like that, you know, when you were younger. But majority of the stuff with friends, they haven't done anything that oh, that where we should go away and think mm. like that. But we do. Like even I suppose like with you. Um, just, I'm pointing to her but you guys don't know what I'm going to do um, you know even this year obviously me and Daniel have separated you're really close with us both and that sends me into a spiral sometimes when I know that you two have done something together you know and yeah. yet my, and my, yeah. my brain says so you are going to lose her at some point because mm. she likes Daniel more Never. than she likes you Never. you know and I, no but I know that's that's not true so I then I have to have this conversation with myself but that's where my brain goes to automatically you and Sarah I'm pointing at Sarah sorry um you know Kirk are moving away and my for some reason there will be a point where I take that personally which is ridiculous and I would take it personally thinking that you're not going to come see me because you don't like us because I'm boring you know all this stuff but I like Kirk it's fine yeah I like like Kirk and your kids (laughs) I'm just well I'll cook and clean yeah please (laughs) it's so funny you should say that because my friends recently been posted up north and, like, I could almost, inst- like, even before she left, I could feel myself, like, pulling away from her. Yeah. So I thought she was going to go up there, find new friends, find a partner, that's it, we're not going to be friends anymore. So in my head, I've already jumped to the conclusion that we aren't going to be friends yeah. anymore. And I think that's what I've worried about with you. Like, I know that Bestie is a different, so Bestie's Sarah, one of my friends. Right yeah, sorry, Sarah. <laughs> 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 um, like, Bestie moved to Canada not so long ago, and, you know, our friendship is still the same, but it's different and I and I hate the fact that it's different sometimes, especially when like I'm struggling. Like sometimes, obviously he's struggling, and I know he's struggling, and but our relationship is different. And I know that that's probably going to happen with you know Sarah and Kirk, um, which makes me like really really sad. But I try and spin my it brain as exciting. Exactly. No, no but it is exciting because when we see each other, oh. it's. Yeah. In, it's intense. I was like, just yeah. going to say exactly the same thing. Like when you see each other now, it will be like a, a trip. You spend quality time and do things together. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, be... then you go, oh, that's actually yeah, why I didn't say very much. Three days is enough. Over that. <laughs> see you in two years. <laughs> Potato. <laughs> <laughs> that's very racist, Marley. What's the situation? What's the situation? What you coming? <laughs> Not you, people tell me I look like Keith Lee, Lee yeah. Francis. Yeah, Lee Francis. Sometimes. Oh, don't say that. that. Adds to my insecurities, Marley. Sorry. I wonder how many things there have been where it's been off the off the cuff comments to people oh, that we've yeah. gone away and like really held on. Actually, you mentioned oh, was it I'm you, Marley? Yeah, it was me. Yeah, it was you, Marley. It was me. Yeah, I said something, didn't I? <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah, it was the counselling thing. Yeah, like I wonder how many times it's actually happened. Where it happens to be every single day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. yeah. So that makes me really sad. Doesn't happen to you. No, I can't say. I genuinely can't think of when. No, I don't think I've ever gone away and overthought anything. Or I'd love to be like that. Mm. Yeah, we were saying about like obviously Kirk, your husband is like that. Luke is a bit like that, isn't Mm. he? And like you were saying before, like it. Some days you just wish you could be like that. Just switch off. Just switch off. It's just tarring. It is really tarring having the thoughts that go through my head all Mm. the time. Yeah. And it is all the time. Is if I walk over to the school thinking oh people are embarrassed if they walk with me because of the way I look like if I'm my friends I'm always thinking oh they're embarrassed about being with me and it's just it's ridiculous because of course they're not my friends but in my head I'm telling myself that have you had those thoughts as long as you can remember no has it been like a trigger point I think it's got worse as as I've got older but not because of age because I'm more than content with my age I'm I it's the strangest thing I've so much anxiety so much insecurities 
but I'm at the happiest I've ever been. Yeah. And it's weird. It's, it's such a strange thing. I don't understand it. But, um, yeah, I think it is, it's what you were saying, it's random jokes and comments. Yeah. And people don't mean anything by it, or it is a joke, but in my head, that's got in there, and then it spends forever in there. For, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not nice. I think because I always think of that phrase, never a truer word said in jest. Oh yeah, and that always yeah. plays on my mind. But I think as well, like even the last podcast we did, and I know I was a bit mardy that week. And then you were, like, were you? <laughs> <laughs> but even then, like I go home and I think, oh, they're not going to want to do the podcast with me anymore. Oh, too I'm, funny like, for that. <laughs> yeah, but Thank I you. think like we're be, like your those friends that you have, where you can be whatever mood you're in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like God, Lee, you've especially seen me what. Ratty, angry, sad, happy, like every mood. I think they're the best people that you need around you. But that's what you do need. You need the people that make you feel like you can be whoever you need to Mm -hmm. be in that moment. The freedom Mm -hmm. to be us, to be to be your genuine selves. That's what you need around you. And when you have that, like it's precious, isn't it? Mm. So you can turn up be Mardi and whatever. We still want you, Marley. We still want you. But I think that's because history has taught me in the past. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. Like, even, like, I was talking to my brother, and he said he had to tell his in-law something, and instantly he went to a place where they don't want to be in my... They're not going to want to be in my life yeah. anymore. And it was, like, the smallest thing, but because we've been taught, when you do stuff like that... Okay. I think it's probably good for you, though, that you were... You'd allowed yourself to be Mardi. Mm. You didn't try and cover it, or you yeah. didn't try and put a face on to be actually happy Marley. Mm. Does Mardi mean angry? Grumpy. Yeah, grumpy. grumpy yeah. Mm. You Never did let yourself before. sit there and. I mean, you weren't that grumpy, Marley. <laughs> no, you were fine. <laughs> yeah. See, but in my, I think because, That's the overthinking. Yeah. Mm. And in my head as well, like when we were talking about like the Sarah Everard stuff and stuff, like in my head, I felt really low about that. Yeah. So, like inside, I feel like a certain way, but obviously on the outside, that's not coming through, but mm. I think it's coming through. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Well, we've asked you back, haven't we? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I'm number one today. She is number one. She's microphone number one. <laughs> she is, I'm down the list. I'm number four now. She's yeah. got Britney headset. I have today. got a Britney headset. Sarah's got the other mic, and I look like Britney. Um, so Lee, what would you say your worst insecurity is? Um, mine's definitely body. Like um, I have everything. Like I hate my voice. So even like doing this podcast every time, and I have to obviously edit it. So I'm sat there listening to my. Every time I edit one of these episodes. It's just my brain has a field day, mm. um, which is, you know, fine. It has to, that's the way it is. But like this week in particular, so I was saying, like, um, I'm literally leaving these guys after this and going on a date. And He's like, put going on back. a very tight schedule, my yeah. dad. Mm. <laughs> He's um, got all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but like this week has been, my insecurities have had an absolute field day. And like I've been, uh, I'm struggling to sleep. I've been waking up in the middle of the night to have my old man wee, and like it's taken me about an hour and a half to get back to sleep. It just um, <clears throat> we met up the other day, and the whole drive home, I was just waiting for that text to kind of go, no, you're not good looking enough, or actually you were really boring, or like the whole thing. Even as I'm talking about it now, I can feel it in my stomach. It just fills me with dread. And then obviously because we have been talking, the fear of getting close to somebody, especially oh, romantically, yeah is then at some point that's going to lead to kissing and then at some point that's going to lead to other bits and bobs and I am petrified. I've tried to get across to him just how petrified I am. (laughs) Do you know what I I thought you were going to go down there? I thought you were going to go down the route of getting close to someone 
and learning to really like someone and have build a whatever relationship with someone and then them ghosting you yeah. or them doing something just cutting you off yeah that would be a but, that, fear but that's of where mine. my brain goes like at some point i will do something or i'll take my clothes off and they'll be like that's fucking disgusting and that will be the moment then they go i'm switching out i'm done now thank you and you know that. it just the whole thing just petrifies me so the fact that i'm going to his after this like i'm excited about it but at the same time my stomach is going like the clappers because that's a good nerves point, though too like exciting yeah nerves. like it is exciting because at the moment he's the easiest person i've chatted to for a long time so you know like obviously that's exciting 10 However, star reviews already <laughs> <laughs> but we have like the same values and things like that and the same sense of humor which is like you know disgusting sense of humor and things like that so everything looks good right now but then it's still early days isn't it yeah. so then when he gets to know me he knows what a fruit loop i am or you know when he sees sees this mm. body it's just um yeah it's just that's the stuff that it's it's in front of you isn't it like you can't escape it it just well, it's um so this week has been and even worse because obviously like i've said to you guys this year has been very very turbulent turbulent for me and it's taken its toll on me mentally and you know i said to i can't remember who it was but i was driving along not so long ago and i was like i feel like a shell of the man i used mm. to be and ooh, that got me a bit emotional sorry and so now i'm meeting somebody at that point and so he's meeting me mm. now and so mm. i just think god this is gonna be dreadful but um yeah it's so, be dreadful. so we've um, got together by the time you've listened to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this week has been mad, mad, mad. But like, it has, this whole year has been mental. And so my brain is just, it's, it's horrible, isn't it? Because you just think that the time when you need to be kind to yourself is the time it's like um, uh, ammo, isn't it? It just is relentless. I think relentless. for you, though, this, week, this weekend, <laughs> this year for you has just been like one thing after another, constant something big is happening or constant change or some constant instability yeah so it has been like just one thing after instability another. and loss yeah. yeah so like i just expect something else the mm. minute i grip onto something yeah. else i'll just lose that at some point yeah. so yeah you have to live for the now and the now is looking good i think the first that's the first time i've got emotion on this podcast isn't it i think and there was me saying i was going to get emotional <laughs> no. and thank you, you i knew i would do the minute i knew we were going to talk about this i knew i would do because the minute we'd said that we'll do insecurity i um knew then I would have to talk about some of the stuff and I didn't want to not mm. um I was worried I'd get emotional but I, although I just got nearly emo- I was I got emotional listening to you did you see <laughs> yeah only because <laughs> when I said about an embarrassment yeah well, whatever it was that you were talking about I stopped to look because I know what the big deal this is for you mm. and I stopped to just watch you and I felt really proud Aww. and I started to get really well <laughs> I started to well out I was like no compose yourself you don't want to get a <laughs> I know this doing this podcast is one of my biggest fears and always has been since I was young you know when you stood up and had to do a presentation in front of school mm. oh it just fills me with fear dread so do you mind talking a little bit about like kind of like this morning and then since you confirmed to me that you would do it I know you've been like back and forth I'm not going to do it I am going to mm. do it so what's like what's your brain been like today has it been on your mind the whole day like oh yeah God, all, well it's been on my mind podcast. since you first messaged me which was what two days ago was it two days ago? Yeah, Friday, wasn't it? We yeah. Did, yeah. But I think we've discussed it before, and I've always tried to make excuses to put it off. And I think I did. You did, yeah. Try and make excuses today. Like, oh, I'm going out for a walk. And he was like, 
<laughs> oh, like typical trying trying to get out of it or something like that. And then I was like, actually, I had just arranged that after we had spoken because I think I am trying to. I was very sly because I said, "What are you doing at either eleven o'clock or one thirty? <laughs> and then you were like, "Oh, I think I'm free at the one thirty And I was like, "Oh, good, we're doing a podcast." I know. I didn't know why. <laughs> so I kind of because I really wanted I think to he do. Knows, you know my you know my fears. Yeah, and I know I really just think like you would be a great you are a great addition to this, and you've got something to tell you know, and I really wanted you to do it, and uh, yeah. I'm just not somebody who really speaks to uh, speaks about my feelings, or I will to my close friends, but yeah. this isn't just my close friends. <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah. So what? So do you mind talking about like kind of where your brain has gone, like since you've said yes? It's just literally into fear. I do. I, I I literally shut down. That's the thing I was worried about coming here today, and you asked me a question, and I just freeze, and I've got nothing to say because. I'm that afraid and nothing comes out because it has happened in the past. Yeah. So it's not like it's just a um, a fear that's, you know, could happen, never happen. It does mm-hmm. happen quite often. Yeah. And I get tongue-tied quite often. So I think I'm very embarrassed about how I speak. So having it recorded is horrendous. You're like a natural though, Sarah. Yeah, yeah you, you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How, what's, yeah. So what's been like, so we're obviously 37 minutes in and you've joined in, you've talked... What has your brain been going like the clappers even as you're talking? I felt quite relaxed at the very beginning. Now I'm feeling a bit. It's <laughs> more focused on me, and someone's asking me a question, so I start freezing up. Even though if this wasn't being recorded, I would naturally just talk a lot because I do talk a lot generally. Yeah. But, but I think is... that's why we always got on, wasn't it? Like we're quite similar, mm-hmm. and like we do talk a lot and things like that. But yeah, for this bit, you. It clams you up, doesn't it? Completely clams me up. My heart starts going fast. I start thinking, oh, I'm going to have a panic attack. Do your deep breathing. Like, which I am an expert on because I've needed it a lot in my past. <laughs> but no, I am proud of myself that I'm doing it. I'm massively proud of you, genuinely. And I've enjoy- I have enjoyed I am enjoying it. I've enjoyed it. And I knew, that's the problem, is I know that I'm going to enjoy it. But I just never let myself do it. Because yeah. of the fear. Because of the fear, it cripples yeah. me. And now mm. I'm at the point, I think a turning point, where I'm like, I'm not having... It control me anymore because yeah. it is stopping me doing a lot of my life and has for a long time but then i've got two kids so i've just focused right i'll just be mom i won't focus on myself it. it's my distraction mm. and now it's like no i don't want to i don't want to show my kids you know mm. let your fear roll because i always say to them if you're nervous come on you got to do it i'm like well why am i not doing it mm. so i'm doing it petrifying but i'm doing it yeah, good. Aww, did it help? Goosebumps. Aww. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did it help, like you, because you turn it, we've done two recordings today. The first one that we recorded will be the next episode. But no, that did not help. It didn't help. Because you were so good and professional and like funny. Okay, so in my head, I was like, I can't do it. I actually did. There was a point I was like, I, no, I need to run. I have to go. But. Oh. Well done, Sarah. Well done. done. Well done. Very proud of you. Yeah, you've actually been just thrown in the deep end. You've not even like you've watched one before. Oh, I might join in. I might not. But I'm thinking about watching one. I wouldn't have come back. Mm. I think you probably knew that because I said about watching it, and you were trying to encourage me not to just come on. But and also like throwing you in the deep end. Like the thing we're talking about is that exact thing. You know, the demons. The the things you've got to get over to. So you're not only are you having to face your fear, you're having to. We're like, oh, now tell me about it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how does it make you feel? Oh, that's our typical question. Yeah. So. Is there any? Has anyone ever had an insecurity? They feel like they're just not an insecurity anymore. Oof. 
Um, have a look at the silence. silence. What about you? No, I'm trying to think. I've done a Marley. That's the question. I'm just thinking. Uh, literally, <laughs> on the next episode, you will see. We'd stop talking about being content and all of a sudden Marley just brings up this topic. She's got nothing to talk about on this topic. She just threw this question out. So now Maria's just done the same. Brilliant. I don't really know. There's one thing that I do now, like one of the th- one of the things I really had to do in terms of trying to allow myself to just be me is to um, put myself in like really awkward positions, but acceptable awkward positions. So like I started off by um, headbanging at the traffic lights to music, not giving a crap if somebody was looking in. Wow. And I do give a crap, but I made sure I, I did it. And one of the other things that I love doing was um, if you're shopping, I just get on the back of the trolley and fly up the aisle. You do do and, this all the time. And like that's, that's me in that. So if you ever see me doing that, that is me in that moment, probably because things have been quite... Um, controlled that week or I'm not having a good week that is me saying to myself you need to care less and just do what you want to do and I love being like a child so I just get on the back of a trolley and I'll fly up the aisle and we were when we were on holiday with my mum the other week she we did that and um, she was like stop acting like a child you're an idiot and uh, it doesn't bother me in the slightest so that like used to when I first started doing it that um, was horrific but now I flipping love it and if somebody sees me I think speaking out for me now doesn't really bother me. I'm quite used to that. Speaking out about your feelings. That and like speaking out in a group of people um, and not really bothered. Um, I think do you, do you find though it depends who the group are? No. Does anybody not? Well, I train people for my work anyway, mm. so I'm always with a different group uh. of people. So that's obviously helped build up that confidence. Um, I wouldn't say I was 100% enjoy it, but I definitely don't have that like insecurity around it anymore I just don't enjoy it because I'll tell you what I am insecure about then in in regards <laughs> to that I don't like getting the room going getting a room going yeah Sorry, you know what it out I wouldn't mind them using really good at that what do you mean like getting them like breaking the ice type thing yeah I don't do any of that so I just I hate that as a recipient I of hate that. that when you join a training course and they're like turn to the person next to you yeah. and tell them something no one else knows about you but it does yeah. really work I hate it Sarah I hate it but it works mm. it does yeah I literally want to just kill the instructor there and then like no yeah. I don't want to tell like, them something about you then do it. not yeah it's <laughs> not if no one else knows it it's because I want anyone to know it alright yeah. <laughs> Sam right. tell me three interesting things about you yeah uh, I like spaghetti bombing <laughs> 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 it's that when you need to pull a fact out yeah the, the ones that come out are just yeah. like pointless crap <laughs> do you have a fact <laughs> do you have a fact you everything about your life is grey. I love grey and white everything's grey I used to pick olives yeah, yeah, you have loads of facts. I danced in the fiesta. <laughs> Ole. My first kiss was by a Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> you have loads of Gabriel. <laughs> On his quad bike. <laughs> 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 but if you say Gabriel, I just think of the singer with the blindfold. Not the blindfold. <laughs> the eye mask. The eye mask. The patch. Definitely uh, didn't look like her. Yeah. yeah. That's what he so done to me. Uh, when he pulled up, he was like, out of reach. <laughs> <laughs> we're not out of reach, so we are. No, we don't. Grab her. Grab her. Grab her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, um, yeah. How do we overcome these insecurities, though, guys? Yeah, what is it that you use? I think what you just said, just doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're just doing this. Yeah, like when you said you started, like, 
talking in front of a group of people and now you're fine with it. Yeah. You do just have to put yourself in the awkward positions and get up, just get used to it. What sort of things, like you said about the breathing though, so what sort of things do you use? Because it's, yeah, it's all well and good just putting ourselves in the position where we just do it yeah. anyway. However, sometimes we need immediate techniques. Well, that is a deep breathing for me because I've had, but I've had so many years of dealing with depression, anxiety, panic attacks, everything, mental breakdowns even, you know, a couple of weeks of, I've, I've been a mess but the deep breathing is a tool that I know I've got with me all the time like I don't have to mm-hmm. what happens if the breathing doesn't work so well what what else have you got in your locker it always works so I haven't gone there yet I never thought it wouldn't you... work now I'm worried that it won't work when you say deep breathing is it a count to ten it's like deep belly breathing so it's the breathing in through your nose making okay. sure your belly's rising up and and it literally it does work if I'm feeling myself getting overwhelmed, I lie in the bed, flap, do it for 10 minutes. That's great. I'll wow. do that. Yeah. Breathe, yeah. It took me years and years to practice it, though, and get it where I can do it, and that's why I feel confident with it, because it's not just something I learned last week. I've been doing it for yeah. years, mm-hmm. and it works every time. One of mine I'm doing now. I oh fiddle. I, yeah, I do that's, it with my I've hair. I've got things in my hand, by the way. I'm not like... <laughs> You're doing the same. Molly's just pulled a coke thing out. Yeah, I literally, I've, I've got magnets in my counselling room and I end up a lot of the time messing they? with them. These are golf tees really? and they were just in my pocket. But um, yeah, I have to fiddle. That's something that just keeps me calm, I suppose, before I then need to, that's one of my early things, mm. like early techniques you can use when you're at a low. Mm. You see, my daughter does it with her hair. Does she? And she's what? She's six, and she they do it naturally. Yeah, it's like a, it's just an automatic self soothe mm-hmm. thing, isn't it? But I, I think it's about like like you said, like just doing it and building up that confidence, like gradually showing yourself it's okay. that it's okay, yeah. and building up that. And when you feel brave enough and strong enough to give it a go and try it, just do it, and then that's a positive experience, and then you can kind of draw from that hopefully next time. Yeah. So like when I went to Wicco and I wore what I wore and that was a good positive experience so that like we're going out for Halloween and there's something I want to wear and like the negative part of me is like oh you're like fat and horrible in that but actually I felt good then so why wouldn't Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. good this time so it's just kind of drawing off of that those positive experiences for me anyway that's what helps Mm. also I find is having an escape I think you said about earlier like you said to me like if this if you panic about this and get too much I guess too much just stop what's the worst that can happen yeah. yeah so it's always like i don't like to put myself in a situation where i know i can't get out of mm-hmm. if needs be but i'll keep on working to push myself through it but then i know in the end of the back of my head if it goes really really bad and i can't cope where I the can just go. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah i've got a client like that at the moment and she like when she, she struggles to go out but if she goes out for a meal and things like that she has to know where the yeah. escape routes are within the restaurant and things like that and she doesn't like to sit right at the back of the restaurant she needs to be near the doors mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, and I and I th- and I say to her, what's wrong with that? If that's what you need to get through the yeah. meal, to then at the end of it be able to kind of go, okay, I did that, that was okay, I can do that again. Mm. Great, do mm. what you need to do. I think you know all these tools are there for a reason. Um, I think that's the them. key, though, isn't it? Do what you need to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be kind to yourself. Exactly. Be compassionate to yourself. You know. We tell ourselves we're not normal or whatever we're in that moment. Like you know, we're being too sensitive. Who cares? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't listen to that, then actually what you'll end up doing is shutting yourself away even more and you'll be even more abnormal and more critical probably, you know, because you're being avoidant and isolating. You know, it just, 
So just do what you need to do. There's no right. I would suggest most people I meet have an insecurity of mm. some sort. So we all do what we need to do. So we just need to be more compassionate to ourselves. That's the voice that's missing for a lot of people, especially when it internally, that voice of compassion. Okay. And that's what I was saying earlier. This makes sense because, mm. you know, just sentences like that to ourselves. Mm. It just, we don't do it. Mm. And when we do sentences like that, you're more, your brain is more likely to not be completely overwhelmed and you're more likely then to be able to kind of go, okay, what do I need to do next? But um, I always think of things of like, do you remember the program Takeshi's Castle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Do you remember the one where they had to run over the pond and yeah. they had to stepping stones? Yeah. yeah. And I always think like, whatever we do, as long as we're trying to step on the next stepping stone and what will happen is the, the point of that game was that there were stepping stones that weren't secure. Mm. And I always think whatever you do, you're always going to land on a stepping stone that isn't necessarily secure. You just mm. get up and get onto the closest thing yeah. and keep moving. Mm -hmm. You know, you've just, people, what, what the problem with us is we kind of go, right, this is where I'm at now. They see the other side, this is where I want to be. And they see just how far away they are from that. And we are away from that. And we think well, that's too much. And then, so we give up on ourselves far too easily. But the oh, trick is to just keep moving. Like that resonates with me when, you, when it comes to losing weight. It's like, okay, I want to get here, oh God, to do that mm -hmm. safely and healthily. It's a good, like, I don't know, a year long or mm. gradual. And then like, yeah, I know you've done this as well. Like you go, oh, I'll do a shake, do a shake diet to lose weight quickly within a week. Or, yeah. oh, I'll just starve myself for a week and yeah. see if I lose weight. And then you just end up back in square one because it's not, um, it's not, it's not long term. Yeah, yeah, not sustainable. Not square one, it's minus. Because then yeah. if you starve yourself and things like that, it can be really yeah. bad for your, your mind. Definitely, yeah. definitely. But I think that's why keto worked for me last year was actually I kept I kept telling myself I'm not on a diet. I kept saying the whole point of this is to change my way of eating. Yeah. And show myself that I could you know, so I started experiment I've never been somebody who likes fruit and veg or too much actually, or salad. I was actually guys at a restaurant and he had actually broccoli. I ate I broccoli didn't I? I was, and I had a prawn cocktail when we were you with did. salad, you know. You so like and that's I would refuse to do that before. So I had I to know. show myself that I could have a different relationship with food, mm -hmm. and then that meant my goal meant my goal was more achievable. Whereas yeah. if it was just diet, 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 and that was what I kept telling myself, then the minute I screwed up, I'd be like, "Well, see, this is why yeah. you're pathetic, yeah. or this is why you're fat, this is why you have got tits, you know, whatever." And then yeah, you're back on that spiral then. But voice of compassion. Okay, I do. I do make myself not if I have said you're disgusting, you're horrible, and I'll tell my husband how I'm feeling, and, and he's always really, really reassuring and lovely to me, but then I'll make myself go look in the mirror and actually look at myself properly and say, no, give yourself a compliment, make yourself say something nice, and I'll come up with something, Good. but it's like, I just, even though I don't believe it, I'll just keep keep doing it, and then in the mm. end... But have, have a reason to back that up. So, like, I remember I had a client before who was saying that she was walking past the mirror, and she was saying you're great every time she walked past the mirror. And, and I was going, but that, there's something wrong with that because affirmations are great, but you need to say why. Mm. Even if it's like the most pointless, even if you just kind of like in your head, it's the most pointless thing, but like to say you're great because you're raising three kids, you're, you're great because you know, you didn't want to get up today, but you still managed to function and go to work. Whatever the thing is, say why you're great. If you're going to compliment yourself, say why, because then you're going, that's how we change how we feel about ourselves. You know, not just by trying to convince ourselves of something. Make sense? Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, so because you will be come nice up with something. Yourself. You will come up with something. It is, isn't it? So hard to think. Like I was just thinking as you were saying that. What would I say if I went and looked in the mirror now? What would I say? And I'm literally like, 
What would you say? Got nothing nice to tell. Yeah, I always go for the eyes because they don't really change. <laughs> like your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> your eyeballs are lovely. Oh, yeah, underneath. <laughs> yeah. Ignore the backs. <laughs> Look at the veins <laughs> today. <clears throat> I don't know what I'd say. But yeah, your eyeballs never change, Ria. Really. It's very true, actually. I remember that one. I do have aspects where I feel like proud of myself because I have survived a lot of things yeah. that were really tough. Yeah, yeah. So I do now actively try and remind myself of that when things feel hard or whatever but I remember like when Colette said to me like oh how are you compassionate to yourself and I was like huh I didn't even know what she was trying to get at I didn't even know like it never ever occurred to me to be yeah. compassionate to myself so yeah I definitely think that's the key isn't it I've got a thing about compassion we'll post it all right um just all talks right. about what all it is right. <laughs> all right um <laughs> we'll just talk about it just talks about what it is and why it's important um but I think most growth starts with compassion. It has self-care. to. Yeah. And then it leads to self-care, mm. you know, and then recognition, your challenge, all those words, mm. all those buzzwords. All the buzzwords. All the cats. Never shaming. Never shaming. We don't shame each other, but do you we? You just shame Never yourself shame so much, though, all the time. Exactly. Yeah. And yet, do you know the stupid thing? The sad bit is, like, I'm sat here, like, and we're talking about our body image. Like, I, uh, this is going to sound a bit, like... Brian knows in there, but like I genuinely think like we're all quite beautiful people, really. Like I, I always think you guys look beautiful. I know you're not going to believe it, and Aww. probably that voice is going on in your head, going, "No, oh, he's just saying that." Or no, I always do. Actually, when I see a photo of Sarah, I always like, "Why is she so photogenic?" Or I always say to Lee, "Like she's so photogenic." She yeah, but you know, with photos, photo. what I added to my insecurity because what I looked like when I was younger, before I had children, loads of people have looked. At, if I show them a picture and they go. <gasps> Is that what you used to look like? I'm thinking, yeah, oh, I don't how, think how disgusting changed. am I? Well, in my head, I'm thinking, I might have put on a bit because I've had kids and I'm getting older, but I don't think I'd change much. Changed. But people's horror at seeing pictures of me has massively added to my Maybe insecurity. it's just because you change your hair colour quite a bit. <laughs> one of the most beautiful photos I've ever taken was of you. That one in Turkey. I know, you when love you, that I one. I love that photo, and you were just blow-drying your hair. Yeah, my hair, so I'm flicking my hair yeah, back. Yeah, honestly, you look stunning in that photo. I think I had photo. makeup on. It you was a black and white, though, I could cope with that. <laughs> no, that wasn't black and white, that was the other one. I took another one of you, and you straightened your hair. Then uh, that one's black and white, but the other one was not black and white. I'll try, I'll find it. We'll post it. We'll post it. And then you can see the horror of how I've changed. Shut up, you fools. No. But, um, yeah. So we're all beautiful people. We are beautiful right. people. Beautiful people. Okay, can you just tell my kids to say that? Kids are savage, aren't kids they? Kids are savage. Oh, no, like, my just... kids are really good. They do tell me, like, Tyler will say to me, oh, mummy, you're beautiful. Aww. But then on the next hand, he'll be like, how come that person's had four children and you've had two? And then he just stops. I'm like, oh, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> like, But he won't say it. I'm like, people are different. People, ch- you know. Speak up, Tyler, don't mix your words. Yeah. Or kind of like... <laughs> I've got so many spots today. Oh. My friend's niece did that one. She was like, I've got those red dots. I was like, get out my face, let's look at Yeah, I've got a client at the moment who's, she's a grandma and she's taken on her grandkids and her child is six and um, the child keeps saying, nannas shouldn't wear clothes like that. Oh. Like if she's wearing a dress or whatever, and she's like, so she goes back in and gets changed. Oh, why? Be- because it just adds into your insecurity, whatever you already feel about oh. yourself, you know. And um, but it's that. But children are savage. But I do they try and use now. it as a chance to, like, I'm lying to them in the sense that I'm, even though inside I'm feeling, oh, at least what I am this. I'm like, what well, no, the? We're all this, you know. Yeah. And try and make it positive so it doesn't. I don't put it on them. Yeah. So that's like one of my biggest fears is putting on how I feel to them. Yeah. 
but um, yeah, just when we were saying about children of savage, it just reminded me of Charlie, my niece, when my nan died. Oh yeah. yeah. My nan had <laughs> just died, and I remember going home to my mum's, and Charlie just walked up to me and went, "Your nan's dead." <laughs> 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 yes, she is. Thank you. <laughs> so I think she was only about three or four at the time. Your nan's dead. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> they bring so, like they do make it funny though. Oh, situations. Their, their honesty is yeah, it's savage, but it's great. I think. Mm. No filter. Yeah. No filter at all. But um, we're fifty-five minutes in. Wow. So uh, we're going to have to come to the end of the episode. I think. But uh, we're going to have to end. We're going to have to. Sarah, how have you found it in the end? I've enjoyed it. It's a lot easier than what I thought. However, (laughs) whenever it's like it comes live, I'll be petrified. Yeah. And I don't think I'll be able to listen. I don't listen to it. But like, will you do then what you've done today and make yourself listen? Probably because I want to. I'll listen and scrutinise myself. Yeah. Okay. And be embarrassed that it's out. All right then. Then what you can do at the end is get get an A4 piece of paper, put a line down the middle. On the left side, do the (laughs) negative voice, and on the right side, then answer that. Right, with what we you'd want say to, to see your the kids. Results. And we want <laughs> we'll, we'll post it. <laughs> like we say to everything else. But no, I'm like I'm generally like very proud of you. I think like coming and doing that today. It always sounds really Huge. condescending when um like yeah, adults say it to I'm adults. Happy but to I'm get pride. Yeah, I'm I just think it it was I know how big it was. Yeah. So I'm really glad that you've come and um lasted and been great, I think. Yeah, yeah. really great. You've actually yeah. really onto the word think, you mm. think. Well, not not that you've been great, I think. No, I think you've been great. Obviously, when I when I replay back, I might go back and go, "God, she was shit." But, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm joking, you fool. No, I think it's been great. Like it's again, it's just I that's the thing I was trying to say to you fun. is yeah. it feels very natural. Yeah. And when we just get together and talk, it does feel very natural. And today, when we all same. get together anyway, if we're in a situation where yeah. we are all together, we all flow situation. quite nicely anyway. Situation. <laughs> we all flow and like talk on a deep level anyway, yeah. so it does feel natural. Yeah. You're just basically uh, a regular. Slotted in fine. Yeah. Do you want to sign off the episode? What's your sign off line? How do you sign off? Just say uh, we've got to go now. Podcast peeps. See you later. Pod- <laughs> podcast See you peeps. Later. Pod- I can't speak though. I get tongue tied. Podcast peeps. Podcast peeps. Oh. And then we go Moscow. Oh, Moscow. Why do we say Moscow? We don't say Moscow. Why do we say like Moscow? Like the country. Yeah, but it's uh, That's not a country. It's city. I know we can't say why. Go Let's on. Let's end the podcast now. What was the joke? What was the joke? I can't remember what the joke was. In, what do they say in Russia? Yeah. Moscow. Moscow. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. Is that it? No, and you can't that say it? that. I thought you meant the background of the thing. Obviously not. You said the joke. I don't even know what's the going joke. on. Right, that's it. Anyway, bye. 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 Thank you very much. Bye.